Welcome witches, this is Michaela, and you're listening to 1692 Podcast, a show where I invite you to join me on this amazing spiritual journey together. And today we'll be discussing Reiki, which I touched upon in my last episode a little bit. So I'm really excited to just share with you how I use it in my everyday life, um, where it kind of resonates from, how you can use it, who can learn it, what does it mean, all that kind of stuff. So I'm just going to start out with a couple textbooks definitions to really give you that, what it actually means, and then how I pull it into my life and how I use it and all of that kind of jazz. So let's just get right into it. What is Reiki? Reiki basically just means universal life force, and it is originally a Japanese term for universal life energy or spiritual energy. And it's performed by certain hand placements upon your body. So that physical hand resting on the body in certain places and motions, all that kind of stuff. So this universal life energy is all around us. It's a band of energy frequencies around us. And it is believed to exist throughout the universe because, hello, like I've mentioned, we're energy. Energy is all around us and that cannot be destroyed, which if you really think about it is pretty cool. And That's why I just think, how can people think this is our only life? But whatever, I'm not going to rant. We'll get into that a different time. So how does Reiki work? Reiki works by balancing the body's energy fields and energy centers, which are called chakras, which we're going to get into in a little bit. Not right now, though. I just don't want to confuse you and throw a bunch of information at you. So Reiki also just, it works to relieve stress. And it promotes deep relaxation of the body and it aids in the body's natural healing process. So this just puts your body in its optimal state to be promoting its own healing, which helps you balance the spirit, relieve pain, and just promote a better well-being for yourself. Just really get your body, how it should be working and all that kind of stuff. Um, So amazingly, Reiki energy has the ability to work with the cells of all living organisms so it can be performed on humans, animals, even plants to help balance and harmonize the functions by supporting the natural healing process in each and every one of those. It does with the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual aspects of all of those as well. So it's not just geared towards one certain thing to heal or anything like that. It's really a wide range of anything like that. So it can work all the time as well. So anytime a Reiki practitioner places his or her hands in contact with living cells, such as his or her own body, another person, an animal, or a plant, the cells in contact with the Reiki practitioner's hands recognize that Reiki energy is available, which is just amazing. When you get Reiki certified, you get attuned to that Reiki energy. So that is what makes that the difference between just a regular person with their own energy and then that Reiki energy. You're attuned, you raise your vibration to that energy, and that's how you have that within your body. So just that immediate touch within seconds, the cells start drawing towards that Reiki energy. And this process, you can feel You can literally feel the energy flow. So if you've got Reiki before or if you're going to get it, um, things you can experience is a sense of heat in that spot where the hands are placed or tingling, pulsations of energy kind of going back and forth. The stronger 
the cells are drawing to that energy, the stronger you're going to feel those types of things. So I could feel that too as a Reiki practitioner. If I put my hands down, I can feel heat. I can feel tingling or I can feel that energy flowing back and forth, which I've had happen, which is pretty cool. It kind of just goes through the body and is back and forth bouncing between my hands. It's pretty cool. So you yourself are definitely able to feel that energy too if you realize that and recognize that. So don't think you're going crazy. It's really what you're feeling if you're getting that done and you feel any of those things. So I learned Reiki about two years ago. I got my Reiki 1 and then this last year I got Reiki 2, which was online, which I kind of wish I waited till in person, but they weren't doing in person because of COVID. So I had to do it online. So it took me from like July until October because I had to do videos on my own and just life, you know, life (laughs) got in the way. So I did get it though. And I think just energy in general really opened me up so much. My intuition, my psychic abilities, my third eye, everything just, it kind of blew open the doors. And I really recommend anybody and everybody going to learn Reiki because anybody can learn it. The ability to learn Reiki healing is just a natural human ability that it's really easy to acquire. Learning beforehand, having to do any prior skills, and any previous energy healing is also not really necessary. So anybody can do it. And I really recommend looking who you're going to go to and research who you're going to go to. And yeah, I really recommend everybody do it. It's a great practice. And like I said, it just wrote, it raised my vibrations up and kept them there like so high. I definitely am a different person from before I learned Reiki to now, especially going on to my Reiki three. There are three levels of Reiki and Reiki three is known as a Reiki master. So that'll be my next one. And I just found out that there is holy fire Reiki, which I didn't even know was a thing until a few weekends ago. And then I saw something on one of my teachers was teaching something about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is meant to be. So Hopefully I'm going to get my Reiki master and holy fire Reiki, which just means that it's a new form of Reiki, which is pretty cool. And it vibrates at a higher energy and higher frequency, which is just sounds great. And it sounds like a lot more um, healing can be done and deeper healing too. So I'm really excited to learn that. Reiki is just an amazing, it's an alternative way of healing. It's literally hand on your body healing. You can receive Reiki in person or distance, which I just learned in my Reiki too, which is really cool. So you don't even have to be there. You don't even really have to know you're getting it done. You can just do that absent treatment on that person and just you have a little dummy, if you will, and you put your hands on there and you just get a little bit of information about who you're working on and you can make that energy connection. So that just shows you how amazing energy work is like. I feel like it's a big misconception about my psychic readings too, that they have to be in person where I've had the best readings over the phone because I'm not psychically working with their energy as much. I'm just doing it all from spirit and all from those higher entities that are trying to connect with me and past loved ones. So it's actually a little bit easier. And I feel like that's a misconception. So Yeah, for Reiki, you don't even have to be in person. Um, So you can get Reiki to help cleanse your chakras, which we're going to get into next. 
Like I said, it's just for physically, if you have knee pain or emotionally, if you deal with anxiety, Reiki just, it's universal life force energy. It can be really universally used for anything. So I, whatever, you can always fill out a form too or say, I'm coming to Reiki for this and they can work on just that. I would really, wherever you're going to go, I do offer it at my spa. Um, You can find my location on my Instagram. I can put that in the show notes. If you, if it resonates with you, I really suggest you look into it and look into getting Reiki because everyone needs it, even though they might not know until they get it done. So yeah, let's get into our chakra system. So in Sanskrit, the word chakra means disc or wheel, and it refers to the energy centers in your body. There are seven major chakra points along the spine, and these wheels of spinning energy each correspond to certain nerve bundles and major organs in your body. So we are going to start from the bottom and work our way up. I'm going to describe them. I'll let you know some crystals you can use with them as well. During my Reiki, I can place the crystals either on you or next to you, and those crystals just aid in that Reiki energy a little bit more, bumps up the volume, and just adds that extra healing energy with those crystals because those just work with those chakra systems as well, which is pretty cool. So uh, we'll have to do a crystal episode, definitely. I just wish I could like show you guys so you don't have to go wondering what they look like. Maybe I'll try to describe them the best I can, but anyways, let's get into it. All right, we're going to start at the root chakra. This chakra is located in the base of your spine. It provides you with your base or your foundation for life, and it helps you feel grounded and you can withstand challenges. Your root chakra is responsible for your sense of security and stability. So if your root chakra is off, you might feel all over the place. Um, You can't handle much. You don't feel grounded at all. So that can be a unbalanced root chakra. This chakra color is red and crystals that you can keep on you, you can put near this chakra or just really think about the chakra and keep the crystal on you is you can use garnet, ruby, onyx, or obsidian. And you can just take a look on the internet at what those look like. I highly recommend a broader concept if you are in the New Hampshire region, in Hooksit, New Hampshire, they are go-to for any of my crystals, definitely. So the next chakra is your sacral chakra. So that's going up, and the sacral chakra is located just below your belly button. And this is responsible for your sexual and creative energies. This is also linked to how you relate to your emotions as well as the emotions of others. So if this chakra is in balance, you could feel not really just connect to your emotions. You could kind of feel dull, depressed, no sex drive, all of that kind of stuff. That shows a sacral chakra imbalance. And those are just a few things. This chakra's color is orange and crystals that you can use for this chakra are coral and carnelian. Carnelian is one of my faves. All right, going up, solar plexus. Solar plexus chakra is located in your stomach area. 
It's responsible for confidence and self-esteem, as well as helping you feel in control of your life. So, a unbalanced solar plexus, you have a low self-esteem, you feel like you can't do anything right, you're never good enough, all that kind of stuff, out of control. That is all unbalanced in your solar plexus. This chakra color is yellow. And crystals that you can use are amber, topaz, or citrine. Um, A lot of stores actually, quick side note, a lot of stores sell chakra packs of crystals. So they're all kind of in that bag. Or like I said, if you want to go to even a crystal store in your area and just pick out ones that resonate with you. Like there could be a whole little tin of all the same crystal and really just hone in on whichever specific one resonates with you and kind of just catches your eye and you can pick that one. All right, working up some more at the heart chakra located near your heart in the center of your chest. It comes to no surprise that the heart chakra is all about your ability to love and show compassion. So an unbalanced heart chakra can be not feeling loved, not being able to receive or give love, no compassion for other people, all that kind of stuff is an unbalanced heart chakra. This chakra color is green and crystals you can use to help just give a little bit of extra love and energy into that chakra is rose quartz, adventurine, or malachite. Next chakra is the throat chakra. The throat chakra is located in your throat. This chakra has a lot to do with communication verbally. So an unbalanced throat chakra is you not being able to speak your mind, speak up for yourself. Physically, it could even be thyroid issues. You can have physical issues when your chakras are imbalanced too. I don't know if I mentioned that, but that definitely is a thing as well. So... That is for the throat chakra. I personally struggle with expressing myself, so I definitely have some blocks in there. Yep, I'm working on them, people. Don't you worry. <laughs> kind of. All right. Um, second to last one is your third eye chakra, which I just, oh my gosh, she's been giving me a hard time. I had headaches all summer and they never left my third eye. So your, so your third eye is located right between your eyes, kind of like middle brow, forehead area. And this sweet little chakra has to do with your intuition. So my ability to know things, to connect with spirit, all that kind of stuff is located in that third eye. It's your function of seeing kind of clearly in what other people can't see. So this summer I was struggling with headaches and it literally never left my third eye. So I'm like, am I dying? Do I have a tumor? Is this spiritual? I don't freaking know. Thankfully they went away and they started to come back actually a few weeks ago. And as soon as I stop like practicing yoga or if I eat too much sugar, it can cause those headaches. But it's just so weird to me that they never left my third eye. Like I just don't understand. So actually my wonderful spiritual counselor, and I hope to have her on her sh- my show. She's name uh, her name is Joanna Spano. I told her about this, and she actually said I had a lot of blocks in my third eye. So she took those out, and though it was helped relieve my headaches a lot as well. 
So that definitely helped. Um, yeah, so third eye, she's a beauty. She's a gift. Uh, if you need to ground that third eye, which I just naturally did, I just found out, but I just naturally always did it in yoga, in child's pose. If you actually rest your forehead on the ground, that is you grounding your third eye. So side note, <laughs> my third eye, she's, yeah, she's growing. I think that was just me spiritually expanding as well. That's why I was questioning if those headaches were spiritual or not because I'm like oh my god I'm having another spiritual awakening I'm in pain but yeah she's good now we're good yeah so an unbalanced third eye you can even I mean I guess mine wasn't balanced because I was opening up so you can be opening up to more spiritualness or you can kind of just not want to see the truth of things that can be a unbalanced third eye as well the color for this is indigo and good crystals to use are amethyst and fluorite. Our last chakra is located right on the top of your head like a crown because it's called crown chakra. <laughs> Did I say that? Crown chakra on the top of your head. I'm losing my mind. Um, so your crown chakra represents your spiritual connection to yourself, others, and the universe. It plays a role in your life's purpose. This is just, like I said, imagine a big crown, like why you are here. Your highest self kind of lives up here. Everyone has a higher self and really reaching up, raising your vibration to that higher self. That is all up here in that crown chakra. So if you're really in that lower vibration, kind of always negative, not really connected to spirit, all things like that you can have a really unbalanced crown chakra. This color is just pure, beautiful white, and clear quartz is a really good crystal to have for that crown chakra. To function at their best, your chakras need to stay open or balanced. So if they get blocked, you may experience, like I said a little bit earlier, physical or emotional symptoms related to that particular chakra. And that's where Reiki comes in to really help you align and balance. You can work towards one chakra in a session, but typically they hit them all. Sometimes if I get like a little zing or feel like I need to stay in a specific spot, I do. And sometimes that is like a physical body part, like there's a pain in the back or they have really bad, a really bad knee. I stay on that for a little bit. But those can be related to a chakra as well. So like I, I think I said before, not too sure. Bottom line, if you haven't had Reiki, you don't know you need it until you have a session. So if you really resonated with this episode, I highly, highly suggest finding your local Reiki practitioner to get a session because it's really life-changing, opens you up. It's healing. Who wouldn't want healing? It's healing from your past lives, which I really want to do a different episode on, which will be amazing. But you carry things from each lifetime, whether you believe in past lives or not. There are things that are unexplainable that you can pull from these lifetimes and those all stick and stay in your chakras. So there are people and levels of spiritual healers that get deeper into those chakras. So they can really just not do, Reiki's kind of like the surface level, like 
just balancing them, make sure nothing's too out of whack, giving that universal life energy to those chakras, giving a little bit of love. But there are those really specified spiritual healers that work with past lives, work with those deep-rooted issues in your chakras that can help alleviate those and release them to help you feel a little bit better because... You just don't even know how deep your issues go, I guess, until they're like, yeah, well, this is from this lifetime and this is from this. Do you experience this? Yeah, that's because of how you were killed in your last life or something along those lines. Typically, there's a very common chain that follows you in each lifetime. So I've definitely had my talks from my spiritual counselor about my past lives and it's really cool and Reiki definitely can help alleviate those deep things and balance them for me. So I've definitely noticed a difference. I haven't actually personally, I Reiki myself and I've been Reiki maybe a couple different times. My massage therapist is amazing. She's, when she can feel I need energy work, she does that. So she's a blessing. Also, while I'm shouting people out, Shout out to my producer and my editor because holy shit, I would not want to sit around on my computer editing this. So where the hell would I be without you? Thank you so, so much. You mean so much to me. And I don't think I would have this show without you because I tried editing my first intro and deleted the whole thing. So I definitely don't think I would even be on episode three if you were not helping me out. So thank you so much. So appreciated. All right, reeling it back into Reiki. Getting Reiki done is also really relaxing. I mean, for me, I put on a noise machine and soothing music and you lay on a table and you kind of just, I tell people that come in with an open mind, love in their heart. Um, thinking about healing and just kind of getting into a meditative state as they're listening to that beautiful music. I mean, it's pretty, it's meditation music. So just kind of slipping away, not really thinking about anything, not holding on to any thoughts, just the thought pops up and let it pass. And yeah, just getting into that chill meditative state and that just opens your auric field and that energy up a lot more which is just beautiful and it's beautiful that you're getting healing done while feeling all that amazing stuff so yeah I totally totally recommend it and I would love to perform it for you if you are around also your first session you might not really know what's going on especially if you're kind of a skeptic and you're like I heard about Reiki kind of want to try it And then you walk out and you're like, did anything even happen? Yes. Not all the time people feel those tingling, that heat, that pulsation like I was talking about. It's it's kind of how just that energy flow is that day. But either way, you are, like I said, those cells recognize that Reiki energy from that Reiki practitioner's hand. And you are getting that healing. You are getting that Reiki. So the first time I feel like people are like, I don't know if I felt it. I don't really know what's going on. But the second they come back the second time, they're like, oh, I felt it. Because I think in their mind, they kind of already, you're kind of nervous, don't really know what's going to happen the first time. So I feel like you're really in your head as well. You really, like I said, want to calm down. 
not really focus too hard on anything. So the first time, first visit's a little probably different than the rest of what will be. But I've definitely had people come back and be like, oh, I felt it this time. And I think that's just because they can kind of know what they're looking for, I guess. And if you listen to my last episode, we can get into, we talked about the grounding and the chakra cleansing in the shower, like I said. So I did say, if you don't know chakras, just imagine your body being cleansed. But now if you listen to this episode and then just go back to the last I think it was like five minutes or so of my last one. I give you that grounding, cleansing chakra um, meditation kind of that you can do in the shower. So you imagine that water coming down and hitting every single chakra point that I said, and also those colors. So the white light coming from the shower water hitting your crown, which is a white chakra, third eye, indigo, throat, blue, heart green, solar plexus yellow, sacral orange, and root red, and just kind of flowing and getting any crap out of there, just really loading all of those up with that white healing energy. And that's a great, beautiful thing you can practice at home. It's not as deeper professional as a Reiki practitioner because they are connected to that energy life force from the universe, but it's just a cute little meditation to do if you are just diving into this and want to just cleanse those chakras or even try to connect with them. If you meditate, you can also just imagine those chakras. If you're, if you do yoga, when you're in Shavasana, you can imagine those, uh, that white light coming and going into each pocket of those chakras and lighting up the color that they're supposed to. And that's just giving your chakras an extra little love. So everyone kind of needs Reiki. Nobody's, nobody's chakras are perfect. Nobody's chakras are all balanced. One can be really out of whack. They, a couple of them can be out of whack. So everyone needs in, like I said, probably five times. I'm just really stressing it. You don't know you need it until you get it done. Um, and that's just something I just really need to stress because it's true. So I highly recommend you go do it. All right. I'll stop hounding you to go get Reiki because now you just, you're not going to want to because I won't shut up about it. (laughs) All right. So yeah, that was just the basics of Reiki, your chakra system, all that kind of stuff. I hope you guys were able to follow along. I wasn't too all over the place with it. But if you have any questions, you definitely can find me on my Instagram, ivoryaura underscore 1692. With any questions, literally hit me up with anything. I would love to help. I would love to perform Reiki on you as well and give you that healing. But other than that, I think this was a great episode and I hope you learned a lot. So thank you so much for joining me for another episode of 1692 and I will see you on the next one. All right, guys, have a great day. Bye.